Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, uh, it's great to be back today. Here it is uh, Friday, uh, the end of the week. Uh, we uh, yesterday got into a pretty good discussion. <laughs> we did. Uh, about the issue of, uh, you know, difficulty and oppression and things not going well for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the basic question is, you know, why doesn't God uh, take care of it? Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking about believers. Uh, so they are children of God. Uh, and we see the, the problems all around us. Uh, and, the, and a lot of the church uh, is basically trying to answer that, that very fundamental question uh, in, a, in a world, in what we call a world of chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's so many oppressive things happening in the world just in general that we right. all get, we all get uh, uh, impacted by. And then there's individual issues of, well, that person particularly uh, seems to be having a hard time. Um, and the church, see, has approached it um, as you're looking at a world of chaos. Um, and I, <laughs> you know, we can define chaos really pretty simple in a way. And mm-hmm. the, the chaos is when it's happening to me. <laughs> uh, That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is that um, things are just uh, what we call uh, in a disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things don't make sense to me. Um, and there's problems because of what's happening. Uh, I'm experiencing problems. You know, I could be experiencing financial problems. I could be experiencing marital problems. I could be experiencing right. business issues. Um, I could be experiencing a pattern of uh, struggle and a lack of joy mm-hmm. uh, in a very disordered world. We, we actually had a conversation about right. that in, a, in my small group, Lynn, in my small group last week. Um, about this world of disorder. And the comment made was, um, everything around me is disorderly, and when things get out of order for me, a guy was speaking, Mm. I get frustrated. I get upset. Um, I get angry, and I really, what I do is I pray, God, take care of the order. Fix Mm. the order. Uh, And I said, "I I think you're doing it backwards. Um, mm. that God says in my kingdom, as you abide with me, um, I will tell you the truth, find the truth of how I'll bring order to you in the middle of disorder. Mm-hmm. And that peace can come to you when everything around you isn't peaceful. Right. Um, and by the way, I said, does it surprise you that everything around you is disorder, struggle, and not peaceful. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, not really. I said, it starts with your view of the world. I said, what's your world view? Do you think 
that God, because he's, he's God and all-powerful, all-omniscient, all-knowing, all uh, omnipotent, that he should take you out of this disordered world into a place of order and just have you live there. Hmm. Um, and he said, no, not really. I said, yeah, because you're living in a world of chaos. Right. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. Um, it's going to get it's going to get more chaotic because of uh, the what's what's happening underneath it all is that the people of the world um, are losing respect for each other mm. uh, and it's self-centeredness. I was interesting. I, I was right. watching I was watching uh, uh, my wife and I were watching a TV program and on came an ad. And the the uh, words that were used over and over and over again are me, 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 me. It's all about me, me, right. me. It's all about me, me, me. And I said, that that is indicative of what's happening in the world. It's that right. um, it's about me. Hmm. And if I disagree with you, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to respect you. I'm going to try to oppress you and shut you down. Mm. Um, there's evidence right now of, uh, just, I just saw in England and in Finland that there's two, two pastors that have been jailed. And all, really? they, all they were doing was speaking the truth of Scripture. Mm. And they were jailed because they considered it hate speech because it's against the, the uh, society of what the society has accepted. Now, he wasn't attacking society. He mm -hmm. didn't say anything negative about society. He didn't accuse anybody of anything, neither one right. of them. All they spoke was, well, here's what the Bible says. Right. And it's an invitation to a good life if you follow what the Bible says. Well, mm -hmm. they're, in, they're in jail. Uh, wow. and, it, and it's chaotic. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's chaos. So I said to the guy, uh, if you look at the worldview that we need to understand is that the world, and this is in, Luke 4, uh, 1 John 5, uh, 18 to 20, uh, Ephesians 2, uh, 1 to 4. Uh, the world is under the control of the evil one. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a world of chaos, disorder, division, hatred, arrogance, pride, self-centeredness. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think. Um, and it's, it's coming up with oppressive things that are working against anything that's of value to Christians. Uh, even 10, 15 years ago, we could say, mm -hmm. well, we could freely speak of our faith and our values, and it wasn't an issue. Right. Here we are 15 years later, and now what we say and speak is considered heresy, is considered uh, hate speech. Mm. Um, it's chaotic. Uh, so... As we understand that view is for first of all, why does it surprise us that the world is so is so awful? Right. Uh, and again, I think I've said this before, but if I could say to somebody, "All right, you think you think today is awful?" Yeah. I tell you what, let's see if God could take us back in time, mm -hmm. and let's pick any time. Pick the time of Christ. Pick before Christ. Pick the second century, the fourth century, the eighth century, the sixteenth century. Let's go back there and, and see what it's like. And if we, we stayed there a week, mm -hmm. we would say, this is awful. Right, um, right. This is wicked. This is evil. Uh, because why? Well, that's the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. 
And now God says, um, I have overcome it. Yeah. And in my kingdom, I can show you how to get order, mm-hmm. how to have peace, how to live this beautiful life in spite of that. I'm not taking you out of it. Right. And I'm not exempting you from it. And in fact, one of the things um, I love the, you know, what you're referring to, or one of the verses I believe you're referring to in John 16, it talks about, you know, Jesus said, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. peace. Yeah, shalom. Um, but in, you know, in the world, you will have trouble, but yeah. take heart, I've overcome the world. And I think so often we incorrectly assume that peace and um, that, that peace and trouble are antithetical to one another. That's true. And, and they're not antithetical no. to one another, no. but the key is in the first part of that. I've told you these things so that in me, you can have peace. So in the midst of the trouble that will occur, we can walk in peace because of his words and what he tells us, but that comes back to abiding yeah. and, and him navigating us through a world that is surrounded with chaos, a world that does have trouble and, and trouble that is going to be that, that we're going to have feel some repercussions from. Right. And we talked yesterday about the, you know, the people that, what about them Mm -hmm. uh, that are over there? They're, they're Christians that they're not having a good life. They're experiencing that, you know, where is God? Um, And we talked a little bit about that is, well, you need to get involved with them. Um, And the reason you need to get involved with them is uh, there's no one universal answer. So just because somebody's having trouble, you can't automatically assume, well, I guess they mm-hmm. aren't following God. Right. So I guess that's the reason. No. Uh, there's multiple reasons. Um, and uh, we actually have a course um, uh, on uh, uh, adversity, and I'm going to just put up our website here a minute. Uh, that you can uh, go to our website and we have a course that's called Overcoming Adversity. Uh, And it describes all of the uh, situations uh, about adversity because there isn't any one uh, universal answer. Right. Can you speak to just just give them a little snippet at least? Yeah, of, yeah. Let me um, let me talk. You about know, it, some of those. Yeah, it, a little bit of, of the types of adversity, so that people see what we're talking about, yeah. and don't jump to the conclusion that you know all adversity is because somebody's not walking with God right, or right. because you know we don't want don't hear something we're not saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was uh, I used to teach this. I actually taught it with uh, Henry Blackaby um, and Richard Blackaby. Um, and I was teaching the group of executives on adversity. Um, and the way I had developed it in my mind mm-hmm. was it was it was a binary. Mm. It was, well, if it's from God, it's a test of faith. That's very clear in Scripture. Uh, God can bring adversity, um, and it's a test of faith. Uh, and then if it's not, then it's from the enemy. Um, so I said, well, you just got to decide which one it is. Is it a test of faith or is it from the enemy? Uh, and then you can know what to do with it. And so I, <laughs> I'm teaching that. Um, and I, sit, I, I, I finished my session. I sat down and God said, you don't have this right at all. <laughs> he, said, he said, you don't, you don't have this right at all. It's, it, there's way more uh, depth and breadth to this than mm-hmm. you're teaching. You're teaching it way too simple. And it's way, mm. way, way different than that. 
Mm. Um, and so um, he said, here, I'm going to give you some insight. You know, so he gave, he gave me insight and I wrote, I wrote him down. Um, <laughs> I thought, wow, that's, that, that is, that's more, that's, that's more than a binary situation. Right. Uh, right. So um, uh, I took that and my wife and I um, uh, went up to uh, uh, Vail, Colorado uh, uh, for skiing. And um, he wakes me up at, at one in the morning. And he said, are you ready to receive all that I want to say about this? I said, yeah. Uh, so I get my Bible. You didn't say, let me hit snooze first. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I said, sure. So he said, get up. You know, so I got up and, uh, uh, you know, I get my Bible. He says, just, just get your pen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that. I'm going to write this down. So for the next four hours, literally, I'm, I'm transcribing, I'm writing Mm-hmm. All these things that he's saying to me, mm. and it was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is this is way, way, way more deeper and broader than I've ever thought. He said, now, now go abide in this. He gave me scriptures, mm-hmm. and he gave me the truth of it all. And he said, now go abide in this, and I, I want you to flush it out even, even deeper. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's what that's what I went and did, and so. Um, uh, I did that, and by the way, I was—I I put it in the form of a book, and I was getting ready to send it to the publisher, and uh, he said, "Well, you missed one." <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, "I said, oh, what? What's that?" He said, "Well, it's called persecution. Mm. Um, there's one more that you got to deal with this issue of persecution." So I had—I wow. had to go study that uh, and add that. But let me let me just give you a few of of what they are yeah. as. Um, we talked about the first one is always a test of faith. If it's from God, it's a test of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that means that you're abiding with him. Mm-hmm. You're receiving a promise, kind of like you described last time where you and Dan said, hey, I, you were told to move up there and take this job at this business. Right. Um, and you heard it. But then you went through a series of tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it didn't. it's not working out. Um and so you could say, well, I guess I guess that's the enemy, or I guess that's I'm not doing something right. Um, and God said, no, this is from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm asking you, do you believe what I said? Right. And again, it's in the context of don't ask me how, and don't mm-hmm. ask me when it will happen. Do you right. do you believe it? Mm-hmm. That's a test of faith, and that's from God. And if if God is testing your faith, because you say, oh. You know what? I have had a promise. Um, God is testing my faith. He says you need to cooperate with me, mm-hmm. and don't be upset about the adversity at all. Um, come and stay deeper and abiding because you still don't believe it yet. Right. I'm going to drive into you because I'm the finisher of faith. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you. I'm giving you the faith to believe it. Uh, right. And okay. there's beautiful growth that occurs there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the next one is what I call general adversity. Um, and you said the verse. In the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. We're all going to have general adversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have things that happen today or tomorrow that are just part of a, a struggling world. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be uh, here in winter, and, and, it, and it happens, by the way, uh, in the middle of a cold spell, and your furnace goes out. Mm-hmm. It's not... God bringing you adversity. It's not even Satan bringing you adversity. It's that your heater wore out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because of kill, steal, and destroy, everything is going to destruction. Mm-hmm. And the mechanical things that we buy, cars, air conditioners, refrigerators, washers and dryers, mm-hmm. they, they got they get flat tires. They get right, right. They get something that happened. Your your engine goes. Um, uh, and God says, uh, it's not it's not because you did something wrong. It's mm-hmm. not it's not because the enemy is attacking you. It's just it's just part of general adversity. Um, you just had something hap- right. happen today that uh, uh, is a, is against everybody. And then here's the, here's a way to identify it: is it so unique to me? Mm-hmm. And see, well, those kind of things aren't. It's it, everybody right. has those problems. Um, uh, or you know, like one time, my wife and I we got involved. In Colorado, this is in uh, uh, mid two uh, thousands, uh, uh, four or five, something like that. Um, we had a uh, eight foot snowstorm in one day. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> and uh, we went to the. You go to the door and open up the door, <laughs> and the snow's above the door, literally in, in twenty four hours. That's crazy. Well, right? it was it was going to collapse our porch, mm-hmm. our deck. Um, and so, uh, my son and I had to go out, you know, for several hours and try to wade through that. And we got to get that snow off that, off that deck. And that was, well, this is a pain in the butt and this is difficult (laughs) and this is awful. And this is a struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, and God said, well, uh, look at, look down the street. (laughs) They all got it. Uh, everybody got it in Colorado, you know, so it's not unique to you. Mm. You're just part of this general adversity that, well, today you got affected by that and you're not exempt from that. And so the only thing I could do is say, okay, father, you know, what do you want me to do? He said, well, stay in peace. Uh, I've given you peace. Um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, you're gonna take off care of this deck. Uh, it's going to be several days (laughs) before you can drive. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just relax? Um, and, and understand this is just part of a, of a world that's affecting lots of people, not just you individually. Right. Uh, the next one is, um, uh, where you did cause it yourself. Uh, and this is called, mm-hmm. you know, because of your self-centeredness, you've decided to go your own way and not check mm-hmm. in, not check with God and go his path. Uh, right. and he says, when you're in the flesh, this is Romans eight, five to eight. Uh, you put to death the spirit, the ability to to follow. You're at enmity against God, and you cannot please God. And and so as a result of that, um, you wind up what I call exiting the kingdom, where you're mm. protected, and you go down a path that is going to be more and more and more trouble. Right. Uh, that's going to come from that, um, and you're experiencing that trouble, and you say, you know, believers say, God, stop the trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it must be an attack of the enemy. And God says, no, it's not an attack of the enemy. You walked away from me. Right. And you right. went out into this very difficult world and you're going to suffer consequences. Yeah. Now, what I need you to do is repent, turn around, mm-hmm. come on back and I'll fix it. Okay. Right. A lot of people say no. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm not, I don't care about it. I'm going to keep going my own way. Um, and now he goes to the second level, which is called discipline. Mm. And you can read this in, in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 10, where he says, uh, and chapter 12, where he says, I discipline those that I love. Right. Um, and so the, the, now you've, you've caused the, the adversity. 
And God mm-hmm. says, I'm going to actually increase it mm-hmm. for the purpose of you coming back because I want you back with me. Right. Where he you, loves us enough to want us to, to bring us to repentance. Right. He doesn't want to leave us there no. in the mess. And I have the answer and I'll solve it. Mm-hmm. Even even your stupid decisions, I'll fix it. All things work together mm-hmm. for good for those who are called according to your purpose. And other people at that point say, no, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, then the third level is judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment is, okay, well, then it's going to get so severe that you're going to suffer a really serious consequence from this. Maybe right. then having been in the, what I call being in the pigsty, mm-hmm. you say, well, this is stupid. I'm going to repent and go back to God. And by the way, when, he, when that happens, God says, I'll fix it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always to get us back into walking with him. And that, that right. is situations where we're stubborn or where we're causing it ourselves. And right. we, we did make that happen. And uh, ultimately that started when we decided we knew better than God did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his word said something clear and we went the other way. Yeah. And I have, I, I deal with a lot of executives and, uh, and they wind up in business problems and they do when they, when they start to understand this, they say, yep, I could see, um, uh, I didn't check in with God. I didn't talk. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring God to any of my decisions. Um, uh, I, uh, I went my own way and I can see where I've caused my own mm-hmm. trouble. Uh, and, uh, I've, I've, I've caused some things. I had a I had a small group leader uh, of a big church, um, and we had talked to him about the gospel. The gospel is how about now? Uh, mm-hmm. God God can restore these adversities uh, that you're experiencing. Right. So he calls me up and says, um, "I'd like to talk to you. You said that at the retreat that God can restore stuff, and but you know I'd like to. I, and I'm in the middle of a big adversity. Could you come and come and talk to me about it? Sure. So we have lunch, and he just starts describing to me, and he says. Uh, and he admits, he said, um, I've caused this myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did this thing um, and I got in trouble. And I said, well, God can fix that. He said, well, that's not all. Then I did this and it got deeper and worse. Mm-hmm. I said, that's okay. God can, God can take care of that. Uh, and he said, well, that's not all. Then, <laughs> I di- then I did this and it got worse and worse and worse. I said, that's okay. God can do it. He said, well, that's not all. Then I did this. And then it, what he did is he moved into covering it up mm-hmm. um, and doing some things that were dishonest and unethical. Right. Um, and I said, oh, that's it. God can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, I said, look, um, uh, yeah, you've experienced discipline. You've experienced judgment. The whole purpose of that is God for you to, to have you repent. Right. And are you willing to let him restore this adversity in, mm-hmm. in, to your life? And he said, I'm willing. I said, now, the key is you got to abide. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to follow what he says, including, and I'm telling you, probably you're going to have to come clean. And you're going to have to tell the people right. that are involved here the things you've done. And he says, yeah, but mm-hmm. there may be consequences to that. I said, "Do you? are you going to trust God or not? Right. I said, yeah, you might have consequences, but he'll still get you through that. Right. Okay, I'm willing to do that. So he starts abiding. He starts listening, and God gives him a series of instructions. Okay, I want you to confess. I want you to go to this person, tell him what happened. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And he calls me up about five months later, and I had helped him, uh, you know, through the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "Well, you won't believe this." He said, "But everything is cleaned up and completely restored, and I'm free." Mm-hmm. And I wow. said, "I said, look how beautiful that is." 
all the time, God was wanting your heart. Right. For you to follow him because he said, I can do this. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, if you'd have done it earlier, it wouldn't have been so, so severe. And he said, yeah, I get right. it. I get it. You know, and, and so uh, I deal with a lot of executives that when they really go through the process, it's, yeah, I can see that I've caught, I'm the one that's caused this because I wasn't following God at all. I was right. off, I was off on my own. The next one is uh, an attack of the enemy mm -hmm. uh, where you're, 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 you're abiding, you're walking with God, uh, things are going well. Uh, and remember, uh, you're also living in the kingdom of the enemy, mm -hmm. uh, the world. So what does he have access to? A lot of self-centered people, a lot mm -hmm. of things that can change things for you so that you could be in business, um, having a deal that looks like it's going to go through. And somebody on the t on the other side, uh, all of a sudden interjects and says, "You know what? Uh, we're not going to do this because." And you thought mm -hmm. you were going to get it. The order you thought you were going to get it, and it didn't happen. And the, and the enemy comes up and uses all kinds of things to throw what I saw what I call grenades in your path, right? Uh, to attack you. Um, and when you're under attack, see that's when you say, "Okay, I recognize it. It wasn't me." This isn't mm -hmm. a test of faith. This isn't a general adversity. This is against me personally. I said, then you've got you to take your position of what the authority you already have and greater is, is in you than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. and, and you can actually cast him out and right. stop this. And now he actually- Resist the devil and he will flee and he from will you. flee. Yeah. Now humble yourself before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm -hmm. And God says, um, you know, you're asking me to take care of this. He says, actually, you have the authority because mm. of Christ in you to stand against this. Right. Uh, and the picture that I like to, to uh, help people go to and spend time is in 1 Samuel 17 is David and Goliath. You know, mm -hmm. where, where David, uh, Goliath has challenged Saul. Well, whoever wins the battle, the whole, the whole nation is going to surrender to. And, and they're every day. You got anybody to send? You got anybody to send? You know, nobody's mm -hmm. a, nobody's willing to go because they're all afraid. It says great dread because mm -hmm. they knew if they went out and fought this guy, they're going to lose. And, they're, and, right. and, and they didn't go to God at all. Well, David shows up because his father, Jesse, said, yeah, go, go find out, uh, you know, how the boys are doing. Uh, he goes right. out there. He said, what's happening? Oh, there's that giant Goliath over there who's challenging us and nobody will fight him. And, and whoever, and if they don't fight us pretty soon, they're going to just overrun us. And we're going to lose. Mm -hmm. and, da and David says this amazing statement. How dare mm -hmm, he defy mm -hmm. the army of the living God? Right. Because I know the truth that David says is the covenant is that God's going to protect us and give us victory. And it doesn't matter how strong the opposition is. He's the enemy. Right. He's, he's the, you know, the demonic. How dare he defy the army of the living God? He says, I am going to go after him. Um, and when mm -hmm. he goes after him, he says, you're coming at me with a sword and a spear and a shield. I come mm -hmm. at you in the name of the living God. Right. How dare you defy us? Absolutely. We're going to overcome mm -hmm. this. You know, and that's how we, we take it is, wait a second. This is an attack of the enemy. And so mm -hmm. we can stand against this um, and cast it off and say, how dare he defy the army of the living God? I'm a child of God that walks with God and I have the power of God within me. I, I'm going to cast this off and, and stop mm -hmm. this. 
Um, and then the, the last one uh, is persecution, which I, I mentioned. Mm, right. Uh, and that is <laughs> um, that, uh, and even that isn't that simple. Uh, one of the interesting things about that, by the way, uh, that I got into is he says, uh, blessed are you when mm. you're persecuted for my sake, for righteousness right. sake. Right. And I really dug into that and said, okay, if I'm following God and I'm speaking truth, and, and by the way, the way he speaks truth in a mm-hmm. loving, kind, respectful right. way, right. Um, people are going to persecute me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to come against me. He said, actually, that's a blessed place because you're speaking me to them mm-hmm. and they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. Right. So he said, you're actually blessed when that happens. And that means you're walking with me because you're, spe- you're willing to speak the truth, by the way, in the way I've asked you to, not in a self-centered, arrogant, prideful, hurtful way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of persecution that happens that is because people are attacking other people. Right. And God says, I didn't ask you to do it. Mm. Um, um, I'm asking you to do it in a completely different way. Right. But when it, and then when the, the remedy are actually, there's four remedies. Uh, one is um, uh, just dust your feet off. Uh, this is nothing. Don't worry about it. Just dust your feet off. Mm-hmm. Number two, number two is stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to protect you. Right. Uh, so you keep speaking the truth. Yeah, you're getting you're getting opposition, but it's not going to harm you. And you're representing me. Stay here and stay with it. Don't don't mm-hmm. quit. Don't give up. Don't, and then the third one is get out of there. It's mm-hmm. going to, it's going to, it's really going to be harmful to you. And there's no more purpose for you any longer. These people have no heart to hear me leave and get out of there. And then right. the fourth one is martyrdom, like Stephen, mm. where, yes, I'm calling you to martyrdom. Um, stay there. Uh, there is going to be a consequence to you. And you are, I'm taking you home. Uh, and, but uh, as I read the scripture, it was obvious that uh, Stephen, who was being stoned, wasn't actually hurting because he spoke fluidly and said, you know, Father, mm. forgive them. I see Jesus. Um, I'm going to go home. Um, right. And otherwise he would have been incapacitated, see. And mm-hmm. so I, I believe, uh, and, I, and I don't have personal proof of this yet anyway, uh, <laughs> but um, what, from what I can see in Scripture is that uh, God protects them physically while mm-hmm. he takes them home and said, right. your, your, your time is up. Um, so those are the four things of persecution. So now, you know, let's bring it all back to what does this all mean? Um, well, there's adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, is it going to happen in our life? Yes. Jesus says, I'm not removing you from it. And the key is there's different sources. Mm-hmm. and that And that's why... It's not that simple when you see somebody else next to you and they're struggling or they're having difficulty mm-hmm. and things aren't working out for them. And you would say, how come right. God doesn't take care of it? Right. And God says, well, why don't you get involved and help them understand the source of that adversity uh, and then help them walk through back with me into the kingdom of God because right. I'll fix all of them. Right. I'll resolve all of them if you have if you have a heart to do it right. uh, because even this, what we call general adversity, that's not going to last very long. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's there. Yeah, you experienced it, but it's not going to last. it doesn't define us. It's not going to yeah. last very long. So 
you know, you'll live with it for a, a few days or a mm -hmm. week or so, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to pass. Um, mm -hmm. and I'll take care of it. Uh, or is it a test of faith or is it because I caused it or is it an attack of the enemy? Well, you got to go, go all new, know that. And the, and the best way to deal with that is go deal with, um, the person. And mm -hmm. that's why I see universally, uh, when people say, well, what about them? I say, well, I can't answer for them. Um, I do know one thing. Uh, I know two things. One, we, all of us, none of us are exempt mm -hmm. from adversity. Right. Number two is there's lots of different sources and that God can resolve them all yeah. and has a heart to resolve them all. So what I do is, is say, well, if you, you know, go get involved, go, go start the process. What's the source of this? Here's the remedy for this. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to go to that remedy? And I, and I say, first of all, how are you doing in your life for the, the adversity mm -hmm. you're experiencing? And then two is, and God says the body is intended to help each other. Right. But it's not, it's not help each other with, uh, well, I'll just accept that you're going to suffer for a long time and I'll just pray for mm -hmm. you and feel sorry for you. And that's not helping them at all. Helping them is starting, starting to say, well, let's go see what God has to say about this. Yeah. Let's go find out the source of this and then see what God would say about how, overcoming it and living out the life of, of, of his path, right. given that we live in a disordered, chaotic world that's mm -hmm. going to have lots of lots of adversity happen to us. Yeah, I love a couple different things that you're saying in that one, it resonates with me when we go and we and we literally you know get involved with them. And go to God together and say, you know, what, what's going on here that gives us, once he gives us that insight, that tells us how to pray effectively, boldly, and with power Right. for one thing, so that we can expect the answers, unity with the Holy Spirit, with another believer, and, and just being able to pray boldly into whatever the situation is, right. one. But then the other thing, and you just mentioned it, is, boy, that just reminds me what a gift Christian community is. Yes. When we truly utilize it for the blessing that God intended it to be and not just, you know, I, I, it's beautiful. And I, I'm one who loves to serve other people and do things for them, but to go beyond that and to truly live life together and, and to really um, be willing to do some of the tough stuff with each other yeah. in the midst of that so that we find what God has truly in store. You yeah. know? And, and see, he's asking us. See, most Christians are living what I call Christian fatalism. Mm -hmm. eh, it's not my life isn't that good. I guess this is my lot in life. Uh, but hey, I get to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jesus says, no, I've come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly now. Right. Uh, now, it doesn't mean, again, I'm removing you into right. a, a bubble uh, where you never experience trouble. It's that in the middle of your trouble, which you're going to experience, mm -hmm. I have resolution for that. I have, mm -hmm. I have uh, ways of, of giving you back and getting you into a beautiful life right. and helping you prevent from making mistakes, from going down paths that aren't healthy for us. Mm -hmm. um, and then because the, the path we are going to be on is still going to have adversity. Right. Uh, but we can have this grand life. And see, God says that's what the intention of the church is supposed to be for, is don't go to mm -hmm. fatalism and say, well, I guess that's it. Uh, or I'll just pray for you. I hope it, I hope it works out for you. But you never get involved mm. uh, to say, well, let me help me understand what's going on with you. 
Right. Uh, and then you help diagnose it. Okay, where's the mm -hmm. source of this? And by the way, a lot of it can be, yeah, you brought it on yourself because you weren't following God. But God can, right. fix, can, can fix that now. Or it's an attack of the enemy. Or this is general adversity. Uh, mm -hmm. Or this is a test of faith. Um, it, it, right. it, it matters, see? And so as we look at that, and I, I put up on the screen here that you might have questions <laughs> about this. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, uh, send them in. Uh, you can write it, you know, on the, uh, in the comments section of the YouTube. Uh, or if you're listening by podcast, you can uh, send in the questions uh, at afjministry.com. Questions at afjministry.com. We'll get them. And uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to answer uh, a lot of these things that uh, are personal. Um, and right. feel, feel free to uh, give us an issue and say, well, what about and how come? And uh, uh, any question you, you have, have on your mind, whatever is true is true. So, so send it to us and we'd love to, to answer for you. Uh, and so as we look at this, uh, you know, we kind of do it in the context of uh, we've talked about abiding. Uh, let's look at this uh, verse, Proverbs 22, 17 to 21. Um, this is uh, an adjunct to what we talked about last time where it says, pay attention. Mm -hmm. This is Proverbs 4, 1 to 7 and 20 to 23. Uh, pay attention. You've got to meditate, seek, ponder, get these words into your heart. And this mm -hmm. verse speaks, tells us a really cool thing about that. So if you'd read that, Proverbs 22, 17 to 21. Sure. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips, that your trust may be in the Lord. I have made them known to you today, even to you. I have not written you written for you 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge to make you know what is right and true, that you may give true answer to those who sent you. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Have I not <laughs> written for you 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge to make you know what is right and true, that you may give a true answer to those who sent you. Yeah, 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 it's beautiful. Um, so um, he says a couple of cool things. He says, I've, I've given you my words, my wisdom, my insight to you, to you, even you. Mm -hmm. um, and that, and it said purposely so that all of us, and we talked about this before, that the sufficiency to hear God's voice and to walk with him isn't dependent on us. It's really right. him. And that's why he says, look, nobody's limited. Mm -hmm. So I didn't say I give it to you, you holy people. I give it to you, you educated people. I give it to you who are, you know, seminary graduates. Right. I give it to you, even you, mm -hmm. implying, you know, what we would consider to be uh, un uninformed or un unavailable. Uh, even you mm -hmm. can hear what I have to say. So he said, don't don't think anything else. Uh, anybody, if you have a heart to hear, can hear what I have to say. Right. Uh, and then he says another cool thing here, which is I think is really a, a wonderful thing. He says, uh, and this is an adjunct to what we, we read in, in uh, Proverbs 4. He said, you'll know it's in your heart when you can speak it mm. in your lips. Uh, you'll right. speak it out to somebody else. Uh, and now mm. how do you do that? Well, um, you have to go into memorizing the scriptures that God has given mm -hmm. you. Uh, uh, as you uh, do that, you're, you're writing, journaling, you're processing 
and you're looking at those words. That's why it's important to write right. the words out longhand, by the way. Don't just copy it from a computer or don't just read it. You write it out um, all the way. And as you, right. as you see those words, you start processing those words and you start journaling those words. And what does it mm -hmm. mean? And how does this apply to me? You talked about the issue of pride you had and it was six months. You journaled about that. What does that look like? What does that mean? What are you saying to me? And you had verses that were, that were given to you. Mm -hmm. And then when you can speak it out, now you've got it in your heart. Right. And now that it's in your heart, God says, okay, now speak it out. So, so here's a couple mm -hmm. things that happen. Uh, one thing is that my wife and I, and I know you and Dan do this, uh, Linda and I, we will share at least once a week. We, we happen to do it more mm -hmm. often. But, and the question is really simple. What's God saying to you? Right. Um, and Linda will say, well, and she's been recently, which, which when she's our, she's going to be our guest uh, when we have her on here next week. Um, she'll share about uh, verses that she's got about eagles. Mm -hmm. um, and when she first got it, um, I would say, what's God saying to you? And she'd say, okay, well, it's in, it's in Isaiah or it's in Psalms. Uh, and she'd go look it up and say, here's, here mm -hmm. are the verses. Here's what I wrote down in the verses. Uh, okay. Uh, stay with it. What does it mean to you? What's God saying to you? What revelation are you getting? What is mm -hmm. he asking you to understand and experience? And so she's doing that and she's journaling and processing. Uh, and now two weeks later, um, I'll say, um, what's God saying to you? Well, she can speak because it's in her lips. Mm -hmm. Well, the verse says this. See, now she's got mm -hmm. it inside of her because she right. can speak it out. Um, and, and by the way, and so that, that's something that we do regularly. And then another thing that happens, and I've seen this happen even, even while she was in this thing with eagles, is that people, other people that she'd be in contact with, would say something about, well, I'm struggling with this or I'm having this issue. Mm -hmm. And Linda can say, well, let me give you a word from God, yeah. what he's given to me and speak out the verse. She doesn't have right. to say, I got to go look it up because why it's getting inside of her. Mm -hmm. um, and now she can speak it. She can, she can right. give it, you know, uh, wisdom and understanding. Right. Uh, and, and, and that's it's beautiful. even, yeah, that's even when you talk about the flow through process that we are blessed to be a blessing. Yep. That time we spend with him, what you're describing there is even the flow through process. As she knows it, that word yada, to know by experience, yep. then she is able to fully live that out and to share it with other people and to give it away right. because it's what she is learning of him personally, intimately herself. Yep. And so that's that full redemption as God walks you through it, then he, he will use it to impact other people yeah. as well. And it's a flow through process. That's right. And so the abiding uh, is, is where is God have you camp out, write those verses out, process those verses, start mm -hmm. to memorize those verses so that you can speak it. And then the question is now God will ask you, do you believe it? Mm -hmm. Have you experienced this? You know, when you were dealing with pride, and you were journaling and, and you had it on your, even on your lips. Mm -hmm. He then said, well, have you now released pride? Eh, right. not, not yet. Okay. Stay yep. with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Right. Uh, and let me, let me fulfill it. So uh, as we conclude this week, we've talked a lot about abiding and the, and the mm -hmm. steps of abiding. Uh, and the keys are uh, like Mary and Martha to, are you willing to choose the better thing? Listen to what God has to say. Uh, let his words 
start to infiltrate into your heart. It's got to get to your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it hopefully gets to your lips where you can speak it. And as you do, you're going to see marvelous things happen because right. God is saying, well, I'm not giving you this to have an education. I'm giving it to you so that you can experience it. Right. Um, and you stay with it. So we'll, we'll pick this up again. We'll continue uh, next week and, uh, and deal with, you know, more of the chaotic world. But God says, I'll bring order if you have a heart to hear me as you, mm-hmm. as you start processing the word. So uh, another great uh, session. And uh, hopefully we, we give some clarity to this issue of adversity. And again, we encourage everybody, uh, you know, do you believe that God can resolve your stuff? Mm-hmm. And then secondly, as he starts with you, he'll say, well, you get involved with other people and help mm-hmm. them learn the same thing. And that's how this, how this beautiful thing is going to expand. So right. we're excited about that. So Kathy, I hope you have a great weekend and thank uh, you. We'll look, you too. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.